No, this is all our yard. Welcome, Brian. Thanks for having me, bud. Welcome to the sh- uh, the new shack. <laughs> this, is, this is pretty cute how you did this. We, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I set us up with the with the boogie boards. I gave you the blue one with the pink. Thank you. And I got the pink one with the blue. And you happen to be wearing green, and I'm wearing yellow. I mean, we compliment each other very well. Today is, today is very good. I'm gonna turn you up because people need to hear Brian. Don't you want to hear Brian? There you go. Well, cheers, man. Cheers. Welcome uh, to to Ventura. Thanks for coming all the way up. No problem. How long are you gonna be up here for? Um, I'm up here for two months, but I'm gonna come down as well. In fact, next week, Thursday, February nineteenth. I'm gonna do the shack. Friday, February nineteenth. I don't know. Today, today's the eleventh. So. Saturday, February 19th, I'm going to be performing in Venice. Oh. At, yeah, at the Podshare, if you if you can look it up. I'll post it online. I don't know what that is. It's a, I didn't even know where it is either, but it's, there's these rental pods, and I guess they have an outdoor space, and they're doing a safe distance show for Don't Tell Comedy. Is that, <coughs> is that the yard by us? The one uh, off of fucking brain dead. It's the, on oh, Venice. Bro. It's on Venice Boulevard. I think I actually know. Are you talking pods like you put storage stuff in? I think it. it's a called pod share. I think it's a place where you go and... and I think it's across from Air One, isn't it? Yeah. All right. I know what you're talking about. Air One sounds like black people saying everyone. <laughs> everyone be cool. I, I just can't. The idea of trying to deal with that parking lot is... Un, I, I just don't understand how people put up with that. It's oh, it's it's. A, they're <laughs> like, hey, let's build a big store and put n- nine parking spots yeah, in it yeah. and a one-way alley next to it. So is it a? I guess to ask, is it a paid show for you? Fifty bucks. It's well, not even enough to get there and back. Well, I, I, I mean, the people paying to get to go on. I'm sure, and I'm okay. sure the people running the show will make money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess that's cool. I did a show at a parking lot and. I uh, they were charging a hundred and seventy dollars a parking spot for cars. Okay. And they paid me, and it was packed. There was like fifty car, forty cars, probably realistically. <laughs> so and they cleared like five grand. They something in? like that. <laughs> there was about five, six comics on the show. Yep. They Venmoed me twenty bucks the next day. It's almost. It's interesting that you would, you know, and a comedian ran, runs it, and she's exploiting comedians yeah now i met i told you i met david spade that was dope yeah um so that was what it was worth but anyway it's just i should just start doing my own shows running on myself funding on myself putting myself on them <laughs> i always find it funny this those flyers how they kind of start with like the main guy's big head and then it just goes down to the little <laughs> and it's the same thing with like musicians like you start no one even cares who's at the fine print at the bottom no i almost feel Ex- bad like i'm on there but like way down there right next to the copyright and return your ticket info yeah and and festivals are and concerts are famous for that where they have the whole yeah, list that's what, yeah and they really let you know how valuable they think you are by the font size today's show is sponsored by coors original the golden beer don't forget when you're out there trying to take a swig of good old alcohol reach for Coors the original the golden beer we got six of them here Brian and you know what I like about these beers underneath each cap it says something this one says brewed with Colorado barley thank god (laughs) none of that that pesky Wisconsin barley good point full of uh, bacteria and yours what does yours say a hard day's work deserves a beer it does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Man, after a hard day's work, I just feel like a Coors. The original, the golden beer. Cheers, buddy. When did this was big when we were younger and then it turned over to Coors Light? Or is this still around? I think Coors Light, the Coors, this is, I love this beer. I even got the little stubbies because it reminds me of the old days. Uh-huh. And uh, I, got, I think we got like a Bob and Doug McKenzie thing going right now. We're by the ocean. I put us up against this wall because the wind is just howling right now. Sure is. So we wouldn't be able to record if I was anywhere else in the yard. And Bananas is in here somewhere. Uh, he's probably, there he is. See him way over there? 
Oh yeah. He's hidden under. How's there. he doing? He's doing great, man. He loves this sand. Yeah, very cool for him. You worried about like anything? I don't know, like feral in the neighborhood. There's nothing. Wow. We're we're literally on the beach. There's no birds of prey, really. They're just oh, wow. seagulls, and uh, no raccoons. No, he's good, and he's got the sun. He lays I mean, out. This is a this is a really cool piece of property right here. It is. It's a great little spot, and we're gonna be here for a couple of months. Gonna do some swerfing. How are the waves up here so far? So far, great. Even when the forecast is like zero to one foot, I'll walk out front and and just hop in my wetsuit and 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 get some really nice ones. Very cool. It's a it's a little great little spot. And where's the pier and what, what relate, where are we where are we at? The Venture Pier is about a, a five minute drive north. Mm -hmm. We are in what's called Pierpont near Ventura Harbor. And the harbor is a really good spot to go surfing, but there's a lot of locals there. So if any locals are listening, relax. <laughs> Just relax. Everything's you get, You're going to get plenty of waves. <laughs> no one's going to rob you of your stinking waves. Isn't that universal at every town, like North Shore and Malibu? There's always those. Pier 26 in Santa Monica, isn't that all kind of the same? There's miserable people everywhere. And I think, uh, I was thinking about it because they're, you know, people talk about this really local vibe they get from different places <laughs> yeah and i've gotten it and i see all i see is a person who's a, an asshole but then i start thinking about it, i'm like well this is they're miserable their lives are miserable <laughs> and this wave that they go to th they love it so much and they've had all their best experiences are on that wave right and so they just they don't want to see it get fucked up so they take it very personal when they mm -hmm. see mm, other people on their wave it's just ridiculous brian <laughs> there's no there's it's not like that in any other sport that i know like when golfers just from out of town show up do you guys do you look at them and are like what the fuck are you doing here man no i always think that's kind of a weird thing to say like i've been here longer than you mm -hmm. <laughs> good for you <laughs> i always ask them when they start doing that shit in the water because they do they do, they tell you what street they live on and how long they've been there yeah who gives a fuck? I, I was. <laughs> who gives a fuck? First of all, and I go, really? What? What tribe are you in? Yeah. What fucking? <laughs> what fucking indigenous people did you come from, Blondie? Anyway, I let it go. Are you working on uh, new stuff for the show on Saturday? I'm gonna have to. Yeah. I didn't bring my notepad over here. I keep, I'm keeping it in a satchel. I have. A, I've been carrying a. Been wearing a satchel. Is that like across the shoulder? Yep. A lot of people call it a purse. <laughs> no, I thought it was a merce. A merce. It's not a merce. It's a satchel. It carries all my manly things. My lip balm and my moisturizer and my, <laughs> hair, my hair ties <laughs> and my cell phone. <laughs> That's great. It's great, dude. It keeps it out of my pockets. And when I, I'm always getting in and out of the van. And so it's nice to just put it to the side and know everything's in there. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> It's tough breaking old habits. I love shoving shit in my pocket. And then when I go to do comedy, I have to put it all somewhere before I walk out on stage. Yeah. And and I got to go back and get it. Anyway. You w you've been visiting all the malls today. Yeah. Today was today was a work day. Yeah. <laughs> you, which malls did you hit? Uh, Topanga Canyon. Beautiful. Oh, Topanga Canyon has a mall? Yeah. Beautiful mall, one of those new gallery, indoor outdoor, uh, thing. But it was just crazy. There's not. I took a picture of it, and there's not one person in there. No, no. The malls are in, dead. I was in there. The guy. I was before the the guy came in to open the store. He was hungover, and he came in 20 minutes late. Normally, like when a mall's open like that, there's people in there that want to go in there to the, right away. So this guy's like, he's like, I knew no one was coming. I don't need to be here. So even he's defeated by it. And then I went to uh, this mall up here, and all it was was old ladies walking. Old ladies just getting some exercise. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's so nice out you near the beach. Why not just come here? Their bones, their bones oh, are yeah. weary. Well, the malls, though, are dead, man. Dead. I went to my mall yesterday. It had a Macy's in it. And a, I don't know if it was the one you went to, just up the street here. And... I went to the food court, and the food court was empty, and it was so weird. It was lunchtime, and there was like eight people. I think I think in some places, like, food courts are supposed to be closed. Are they? 
yeah, I don't think you're supposed to be eating them. That's the whole point. Huh. So. Well, they said, you know, they s- when I bought the food, it said uh, uh, no, refi- no refills due to COVID. <laughs> what the fuck? You can't wash your hands and give me a fucking refill? Nope. <laughs> it's the laziest shit ever. Yeah, I know. Uh, hmm. So what do you do when you go to the malls for the viewers and for me, really? What do you get What do you get into? See uh, customers that, that buy the merchandise and just go in there and just bullshit with them and then show tell them what's coming up for the next year, have them yell at me about stuff that happened for the previous year, listen to them, try to get a bit of price out of me, the usual stuff. What do you guys what, what do you guys doing that pink camouflage? Yeah, they're like, hey, man, I never got any of those orders. I'm well, sorry, man, I don't want to tell you. I mean, I'm pretty lax about it, and so are they. I mean, I've been, you know, we've known each other for so long. It's no one really gets mad about it, but they're just like, "Hey, man, we need to start doing this and that." And I said, "All right, we will." Just kind of nod, head nod to everybody, yes, and get out you, of it. You have a you have a very casual way about you that seems very disarming and easygoing, and yeah, hope so. I don't know how that is because you're from like Boston. You guys are supposed to be fighting and punching each other and screaming. Yeah. It's and like a, I'm like a I'm like a love child between the two of them. Did you not have an older brother kick you in the balls all the time? No, no, did not. That's great. Yeah, I had a younger brother that claims to have chipped my tooth when I was younger, but he did this thing where he jumped on me and gave me that what's it Chinese torture? Oh yeah, that was about. <laughs> as mad as I can remember somebody getting on top of me and doing that. Man, Chinese finger torture. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. I was going to say something else, but I think that's sexual. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I had a Japanese foreign exchange student live with us for like two years. And me and my cousin used to just annoy the shit out of him. <laughs> because it was so easy, right? He didn't speak English well. And he, you know. He studied so hard that you could, if you interrupted him, it made him very frustrated. And so we kept interrupting him and frustrating him. And he grabbed both my legs, laid, got me down on the ground, grabbed both my legs, stuck his leg in between my legs onto my crotch, and just started <laughs> pushing his foot right into me and going, electronic vibrator. And I couldn't get away. And it was so humiliating. Yeah, yeah. And I never bugged him again after that. You're like on the ground like... Uh you know, when you go to a car dealership and there's those things that are like flailing around. It was exactly like that. <laughs> yeah. And you That's tried what to you look like. I tried to roll out of it and he just rolled with me. Yeah, he was, God, I mean, good, good move. You never knew it. He knew Kung Fu at fucking eight. Uh, check out this dude. Got this at the 99er. Uh, it's cool. Is that, is that for COVID? It's a, not only for COVID, it's also for the sun. You can just walk around like this. What do you think? <laughs> I like that. And then you just pull it up when you're like, what's up? It's kind of like a motorcycle helmet without the safety part. Yeah, yeah, it's intense. <laughs> Did you get the whole family one or just you? I just me. <laughs> the co- it's uh, $3.99. It's funny the 99 cent store is now, it's getting a bit bougie. I can sure, I can assure you it's not. $3.99? Well, j- the, the prices are going up, but the clientele's not getting any better. <laughs> They're not cleaning it anymore. No. The place smells like a shithole when you walk in. Mm-hmm. And I've gone in there, and I admit, I've gone in there sometimes and just like, hey, why not? And gone in there and like, why don't I come in here more? And then as I turn to like go out, I see the line. <laughs> I can't deal with this line. Like, I need to get in and get out of there quick. I can't. You know, you've got like a time limit. Like Gubbin said, with the grocery store, he's got 15 minutes. I've got like two minutes in the 99 cent store. It's like that Chernobyl, you know? <laughs> yeah. You, yep. If you get a little alarm, you got a the beeps when it's time to get oh, out. That's right. Um, they they I was at the nine they get they get flowers though, and Valentine's Day is coming up, so that's a pretty good deal. Oh, I got something for you. Do you know the second most popular day for flowers? Hmm. This is maybe Vet, like a veter- question. Veterans Day. I don't know why. It's the day after the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, I was just listening to it on the sports radio. They like were advertising flowers. You know, I don't know if you listen to it, but like ESPN just starts pumping chocolates and flowers and uh, Vermont teddy beers and all that I shit. I guess so, because we're it's pushing that way. The day after Valentine's Day, the day after the Super Bowl? The day after the Super Bowl, and then obviously Valentine's Day, you just get gouged in the prices. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Two bucks a flower. Yeah, that's a lot. But it's a tradition, and uh, I think you should... Uh, 
You should definitely get flood. Do you have someone you, you're going to, you don't have anyone. Do I'm going to be uh, in Arizona. I'll probably be with my parents. So maybe I'll get my mom something. Yeah. <laughs> the, I, is Valentine's Day a real holiday or is it a Hallmark holiday? It's a Hallmark holiday. They need to start coming up with some new ones. Like what? Stay home and chill. <laughs> I like that. That's it. I th- always thought of even just to add to that to the tradition of uh, literally logging off of everything online and having a day where you just stay offline. And that's really chilling. That's chill. <laughs> that's as chill as it gets. No, I was thinking about the Super Bowl. That's probably the most unity, united America ever is over anything because it's like not even political. It's like people all get around their television, friends, family. Even if you don't watch football, you know that you're going to sit down, drink, and watch commercials and then dissect them. And, you know, it's like it doesn't matter what side of the fence you are, what race you are. Everybody kind of like enjoys it for the, the same thing. It's just like a day to get drunk and eat. Yeah, if you were... If you were mentally stable, I think you're right. <laughs> it's it's funny how some people who don't even aren't even Bucks fans or Kansas City Chiefs fans will still get frustrated with the score. <laughs> or t- I, I read their tweets. I'm like, dude, you're a Giants fan. Let it go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's how people are, man. I guess I re- I re- I could see that's the one thing that's great about the Super Bowl for me and you because we're normal. Is hey, here's just a game. No pressure. I'd like to see one team do well. Yeah. But if the, you know, as soon as the one other team starts to do better, you're kind of like, oh, well, I guess I better get on that story. And then you just start talking to the person next to you more. Totally. <laughs> it, the, the the outcome is a bonus. It's all about, you know, getting there two hours early, good food, good booze. Yeah. Going from there. Did you have a good Super Bowl? Yeah, I had a great one. I was in uh, Lake Arrowhead. Yeah, you were up in Arrowhead. Yep. And uh, this basement of this house looked out to all snow. Like, that was it. But oh, this, wow. The snow was, like, going up, so you almost felt like you were, like, almost, like, in a cave. And it was this cool bar down there, big TV. The TV went out during the national anthem. Oh, my God. And I God. was like, dude, how did this happen? And it's one of those TVs where you've got to get, like, the app and then the code sent to your phone. You know what I'm talking about? You've got to, like, subscribe yeah. to stream and whatever. We got it back on about halfway through the first quarter. But wow. at that point, I was like, whatever. This shit happens. I got a good-ass drink in my hand. I don't care. You're normal. <laughs> yeah. Good for you, I man. I was like, shit. I've seen, I mean, we've seen enough games. It's the same. It's if we don't watch it, it's going to be on fucking Sports Center. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen without us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're not going to stop it. Oh, wow, man. That's great. Did you – um oh, something about that – Um back go back you said you went there the, the, the area, uh, tv went out I, well, it was interesting about airbnb is this house is beautiful yeah and it was great when i got there i was like there's an art to photos yeah it's like this is not the house in photos and it wasn't even that far off but maybe it was my imagination was bigger but i didn't realize there were like two sets of steep steep stairs in that place and I got those dogs, and I was like, fuck, man. So it was like oh, up shit. and down with kids. But it, you know, after one day, I was like, this is just what it is. Echo and Bella can't get up and down the stairs easy. No, I mean, those things were like, they were so steep, you're almost using your hands. Oh, my God. <laughs> so this place was kind of um, not up to code, maybe? Yeah, not up to code, but it was, you know, when you were on the right floor, it was it was beautiful. Okay. But, you know, and then I had like, I shoveled for the first time in 10 years. I was like, why, why do people do this? Shoveling snow? Yeah. Oh, it's good for you. But yeah. A lot of people die shoveling snow. A lot of people die shoveling snow. Getting hit? Just their heart fa- fails. I think it's just uh, because snow usually happens all of a sudden, and oh. people think, hey, I'm in, you know, this is every year I do this. But they only do that once a year, and the rest of the year they don't do shit. And I think they keel over and die. It is kind of like a, I don't know what you call it, a stressful jolt to the system when you do dig it up you always think it's going to be a nice easy scoop this was that snow <clears throat> you know that like wet snow oh dude i'm from <laughs> vancouver i know this snow <laughs> it was like perfect like if you hit somebody with a snowball you'd fucking kill them it's cement yeah and it was and this was just off a deck and it was pretty simple but man you know it's like kind of like getting it up 
getting it to my thigh <laughs> uh. doing that doing that throw over but Take to revisit <laughs> yeah it was fun yeah no need to go back yeah I, I chop wood when i go to my parents house and it's fun but yeah i wouldn't want to chop wood for you know every month so do you have to go chop down a tree to go chop wood or do you no they usually buy a cord uh, a, tr- a flat a truck and the truck just dumps it off in stumps and then they break it down and i always uh if i'm there is it's, ex- it's exciting for me i look forward to chopping wood it's <clears throat> it's very manly i don't get to do a lot of manly things how many strikes does it take <laughs> to break a I, I i had a pretty good there's a trick to it you look for the little you look for the little stress fractures in the wood and then you you hit those stress fractures and the thing just explodes huh yeah so it's just one just one should be just one if you if you you know if you if you chop wood before you know just takes one good swing i'm sure that there's a couple wood choppers listening everyone oh if excuse me if there's a if there's a knot <laughs> forget it i just throw those aside for the electric wood chipper oh yeah the, the yeah, wood it. splitter so it has to have no knots no no branches in it nice tight figure yeah yeah it's gotta have a nice <laughs> shape to it for sure those are oh man i didn't mention that yeah when they have a knot in them you you gotta swing a few times and it becomes this um this becomes this really uh interesting challenge between you and your ego and you know a lot of times you spend like 15 chops on a piece that's just never going to break and even when you put it in the splitter the splitter is just not going to break it and um it's such a challenge for your mind didn't rocky do that <laughs> rocky did do that yep god do you work do you still listen to the rocky soundtrack when you work out nah i have one song downloaded i like eye the tiger i think yeah <laughs> i mean i i the tiger's a good one man yeah i think that's, that's that's the only one i got but obviously that it's like one of those movies where you're flipping through the channels and that's on there preferably the older ones mm-hmm. you just stop and you can just pick right up jump right in that's yeah. shawshank redemption just <laughs> sure day, day's over just absolutely <laughs> lachlan you got to do that aaron nope Got about an hour to go of Shawshank. Die Hard is the other one. If Die Hard's on, I'm stopping what I'm doing. But Shawshank, oh, for sure. Um, speaking of uh, the news, did you uh, hear about this uh, woman who put Gorilla Glue in her hair? Did, I, did you send it to me? No, no. I saw a picture, and it was like this lady had something. And I just eyeballed it, and I said to myself, I have no interest in knowing anything about this. Me too. <laughs> but then I clicked Ex- on explain it. Explain it to me <laughs> <now>. <laughs> I clicked on it, and it's a video, a self selfie video, and the woman is explaining that she tried something to for her hair, and she ran out. And then she said, whatever you do, don't use this. And she held up a can of aerosol Gorilla Glue. Now... I've used Gorilla Glue before, and I've got it on my fingers. I've it's, never even heard of it. It's like crazy glue. Uh, Aerosol crazy glue, By Brian. the way, you remember Elmer's glue? Yes. Okay. Because that shit, when it got on your fingers, you were in trouble. I know. Now, uh, Gorilla Glue yeah. t- times that by 50. Wow. Okay. Cut to... Uh, the, so, the, in the video, she actually goes like this with her head. And I knew exactly what she was feeling because I've gotten that shit on me. It's... It's a rock. It turns into a rock. So she actually turned her hair into a a rock hard hair. And uh and she couldn't it was just smooth. I mean it would be Brian, it would be li- literally like putting your hand on your head and you just felt a helmet. So why why would she make a video of this showing this off? I don't know, but it, she was smart for doing it cuz it went viral. Yeah, and didn't somebody cut it off for her? or is going to doesn't she have to have like a scalp like thing or is that like <laughs> fake? I don't know, but the next day, I don't know if this just got into my fucking feed, <laughs> but I got her again, and she's at the emergency, and she's videoing her getting it removed, and it went viral, and everyone was cheering for her, and she's got this whole fan base from it. Do you um, do you have to put something into it to like break it down? You know what I mean? Like... There needs to be, I imagine there needs to be some sort of, yeah, solvent 
almost like a paint thinner. Or like just like as a guy, like let's go get the saw. <laughs> I, I would say you you would try to use like I would say olive oil. I don't know something like oil probably to break it up. I d- I don't know what the doctors did, but so I thought okay great good for her. Everyone celebrated the viral you know video turned doubly viral t- when sh- she was rescued. It even made it on like the New York Post and. You know, yeah, that's probably, what I saw. <laughs> yeah. Cut to the next day. <laughs> in true typical American fashion, she's filed a lawsuit against Gorilla Glue. You wonder if, like, an attorney, one of those, what do they call them, ambulance chasers? Somebody reached out and was like, I'll represent you. Oh, for sure. For sure. This is McDonald's hot coffee all over again. I'm not expecting you to agree that this was your fault, but I am going to cause enough of a stir in the media that you don't like to get paid to get a settlement. And she'll get a settlement. Gorilla Glue's huge, man. They got Gorilla Tape. They got Gorilla Aerosol. They're doing great. They don't need this. (laughs) They're going to give her a bunch of money. I mean, it's also, I think a lot of people know Gorilla Glue that didn't know it before. (laughs) It goes both ways. She was informing everybody. It was free advertising. I mean, she. I, <laughs> you attack, and she, also she's African American. So if you're Gorilla Glue too, you won't be on the right side of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Don't, you don't want to be on the wrong side of yeah. this and turn this into a, you know, into a thing. Yeah. You don't want to divide the country. I would never put that in my hair. That's all I know. And I, and I would always make sure if I sipped coffee and it was hot, I would put it down. <laughs> they have a, wasn't there a show about that or a movie, a documentary on the whole McDonald's thing? <laughs> I think there, I think there was seriously. My, my only relatable thing to that was I went to a Rite Aid during lunch one time. And I was <laughs> like, Hey, why don't I get some of this like beard? color thing just to fuck around yeah i walk back to my place and it's the one with the uh clyde frazier the oh yeah 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 yeah. so it's like hair club for men right so i put it on my face i didn't read it i sit down i'm working well you you didn't read it no i didn't i just thought you just put it on there so i put it on and i forget about it an hour or two goes by and i walk (laughs) to the bathroom and i pass a mirror (laughs) And there's somebody in the mirror, and it's me, but it's not me. Wow. I look, and I'm like, holy shit. And it is (laughs) jet, jet black. (laughs) Jet black. And so I go to, like, try and scrub it off, and it was hard to come off. It was almost, like, painted onto my skin. So I did. I spent all night with all, like, those, those skin rubs and just whatever. Tried to get it off. And I got it to a point where I was like... This is okay. I can I can live with this. Right. At a meeting the next day, I w- and I'm like, no one's gonna notice. I walk in and there's a secretary, and she checks me in. I'm sitting there for a minute. And she, she's like, can I ask you a question? I go, yeah. She takes off her headset. She goes, what's real, your beard or your hair? Oh and I was my like, god. And I, I I was so deep into this thing. I was like, no, they're, they're both. I mean, I mean, my face was like a tomato. I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh my oh god. Oh my god. But that was it. I was just. <laughs> what a mean thing to say. Yeah, she got me. I thought women were nice. <laughs> I probably should have asked her the same thing, but uh yeah, that was that was you know, those those products, you gotta read the fine print on that. Oh my you do, dude. <laughs> Five minutes. That's the product. That's just so you know, if you don't ever read it, you put the shit on your face. I put it on my face every once in a while when I gotta pretend I'm younger than I am. Do you have to <clears> do that still for shows and stuff? I don't have to. But would you do like a nice dye job for like America's Got Talent? Dude, I fucking I got it down, Brian, to a science of like <clears throat> I put a little I put a little of light brown, a little bit of blonde, and I mix them together, and I put it on. It says wait five minutes. After about two and a half minutes, I get in the shower and I rinse it out. So it's just very subtle, but <clears throat> my beard is almost white. <laughs> I'm almost straight white. So it's, it's common for me too. So what do we do? I mean, like, do I need to keep doing this? When do I accept who I am? <laughs> I don't know. That's why we need Gubbins back on the show. We need Gubbins <laughs> back. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. Kudos to the ladies that, that do a lot of that stuff. But oh, yeah. eventually, after a while, you start 
seen them, they all look the same. Well, there is a point when you got to embrace your age. And uh, it's weird, too, because my hair is, you see my hair, it's hit it. Oh, by the way, my next Coors Light bottle cap, Coors, excuse me, bottle cap said, be proud of doing it your own way. This is a, these are very guy, aren't they? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Quietly work. Let success speak up. Oh, I like that. Be proud of doing it your own way. That sounds like a like a guy who's just like fighting with his lady, and he's like, you know what? You're right. Fuck her. <laughs> I if you did your beard thing, I th- I told you what's one of my qualities is picking out hair dye and mm-hmm. vanity plates and toupees at the three. I'd be able to tell. Can you tell? Uh, not right now. But I mean, you look like a little grayer than normal. Which is funny because I'm a lot grayer than uh, natural. I mean, I'm a lot less gray than natural. Then I got it wrong. I, I'm good, dude. <laughs> Make it keep it subtle, just like the podcast. But I didn't. I thought you were going to do that for the show. Like, if I didn't know you were already doing it. I did. You're right. You mentioned America's Got Talent. I had done it for that thing. How'd that go? You know, it is still. We're still waiting. I'm not. You told me to reach out to them. Yeah. And uh, I guess I could. I watched America's Got Talent YouTube auditions, and I I got discouraged. I don't know if I can even compete against a child guitar player who suffers from some life debilitating mental illness. Don't feel bad. No one can. <laughs> I mean, right. with that kind of thing, but I don't know. You don't think it matters that I could go up against a 13-year-old with I think it's a little uh, weird. some sort of autistic diabetes or whatever the fuck he's got? He's got eight different letters. I got P-T-T-H-S-D-E-T, <laughs> and I'm going to play I'm gonna play Aerosmith's um, Dream On on my keyboard. Some of those people are so talented. Like so talented. Dan- I don't know if the dance groups or all that stuff. Way more talented than me. I love it when they've like finished their competition. And they all come together, and they're just like they're so out of breath. Right. <laughs> and they're like, <gasps> I should <laughs> and do that. Like, I don't know. Is it Howie? Howie? Sh- Mandel. Mandel. And they're like just taking their time. I don't know. That's a. It's kind of funny to to just see all those people. It's great. I should do that at the end of my set. Just <laughs> keel over and be like. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, like one good joke, and then you just take oh. it easy. Just give me a second. Speaking of that, do, pe- do guys do comedy shows and they have a plant out in the crowd? I mean, okay. Tony Clifton did. Back in the old days, Andy Kaufman played Tony Clifton and he would have a plant in this audience and he would purposely insult him. And it was brilliant. It was a, it was a I mean, uh, I've seen it at an open mic where a guy started attacking a woman and it was his wife and we all knew it was his wife but he wanted to work out the idea for a television uh, show. And we were like, oh, this is terrible. We, we didn't give him the time of day. Open mics, you can't work out your sketches at open mics. We're, comedians are asshole uh, audience. What's the best way to work it out? Get like some friends over to the house and do it? I think you and the plant have to improvise it constantly. And then you have to actually, do, no, you have to do it live. It's hard. I I did a character once, and when I went on stage, I tried the character, and it didn't work. When it's not working, when stand-up's not working like a joke for me, I can just do a different joke or see that the audience doesn't like this style and just switch styles. Like, oh, I'll just go into the audience. Or, um, oh, they're bored. I'll just do quicker jokes. Got it. But when you're doing a character and it's not working, you're fucked, right? Because... You can't just be like, okay, never mind. Never mind that character. <laughs> you can't. You're in it. They think you're that guy. You got to be that guy to the end. And so <clears throat> there's no it's it's a bit of a risk if you so essentially if you're doing that thing with the plant, is what I'm saying, and then you you can't you can't pull the shoot it. You have to go through with it to the end even if it fails. And that, that was the great thing about Andy Kaufman is it it would fail and that was and the audience would turn on him and he loved that. And he, you know, I've watched some stuff on him. Obviously, pretty funny, dude. 
<laughs> I mean, like, awkwardly, like, the way he went about things was, was different. Mm-hmm. So it's important if you're doing comedy and you start, like, rising on a guy in the crowd, like, that's like winning the lottery. If you get a guy who is good-spirited, you can get on and he can kind of, like, I don't know, improvise along with you. The best audience is one that just answers your questions immediately and without really much thought and doesn't (coughs) try to be funny just lets you lead a lot of times you'll get an audience member who's like oh this is my chance to be a comedian and it just it it doesn't work it's like two polar it's like two of the same polar magnets they just push against each other and it's like you can't both you know the smothers brothers worked because one of them was a setup man and one of them was the clown but if they were both trying to be the clown it wouldn't work there needs to be a a setup person and and usually when a comedian is working a crowd they're hoping that the crowd sets him up or her (laughs) up yeah so a lot of times you'll ask the guy in the crowd something or her and she'll say something funny and the audience will laugh and you're like oh well now our dynamic is different (coughs) and so you know you gotta figure out your dynamic it's a lot easier when you just say, hey, where are you from? Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha, Nebraska. Great, great. What do you do? I'm a barber. Oh, cool, barber, you know? And I, remember, I remember one guy at your show, one of your shows, I even got on him after the show. <laughs> <laughs> we were walking down the was like alley at Westside. He said he was a zip recruiter. A zip recruiter? A zip recruiter. Okay. And you, like, didn't get it, and you're, like, you're a zip recruiter, and you kind of, like, just... And then, like, the place just started laughing. I saw him. I was like, man, that was pretty funny, Zip Recruiter. And he's like, I know, dude. He was he had a good spirit about it, a good heart about it. But it was just funny because you'd, like, they're, like, giving you, like, material, like, on the fly that you could, like, just you could hijack your whole show. It's It does. It's, it's, it's And it's usually the comedian's goal to, you know, you don't go in the audience if you had plans to give you, you know, work your material. You usually go in the audience because... <clears throat> And material maybe isn't flying. Yeah, have you ever uh, just give, like, I know you guys get the red light on the back there. Yeah. But have you ever been like, fuck, I'm five minutes out, I'm dead, <laughs> there's no one here. Like, have you ever, like, just said, all right, you know, thanks, guys, and, like, walked off early? Or is it every comic that's standard, you stay till the red light? Uh, I always stay till I get the light, but the light is a sometimes a two minute light or a five minute light I've definitely left early after getting the light so you could have stayed on yeah as long so when they go we're going to give you the light sometimes I realize like with Westside that they're trying to keep the show going and so if I see the light and I know they're trying to keep the show going I'm like fuck it good night the next comedian can have the minute extra that I was supposed to be given forget it uh, usually the show's a free show anyway, so I can sense when an audience and I aren't going to figure it out. And it is a relationship. That's why I can't do the Zoom shows. That's why I can't do uh, a show for a bunch of cars, because it's a relationship. And if it's not working, I, I, I can't do it. And so this thing is in pods on Saturday? Like everyone's Saturday, in like a container? February 19th, there's an outdoor space outside the pods. And it's, uh, I'll post some. I'll post on Twitter and Instagram, and you can. And uh, how many people can get to that? I don't know. I don't know. Go online. Don't tell comedy. dot com. Ah. And check it out. We'll see. We'll see. I'm gonna grab one thing before we wrap up here. Hang on. <coughs> oh yeah. All good. Let me ask you something. You know, do you do you find stuff ever when you're walking around your dogs? Do you ever find just stuff laid out and you're like, I need that? A, a couple old. I don't know if they're, they're not Adirondack. They're like they're shaped like they're shaped like these, but they're wood. Yeah, found those and I was like, I can use them. 
You took those? Yep. Good. Uh, but for the most part, you know, living in Venice, you see shit discarded all the time. Right. <laughs> this is la- lady next door to me. She's awesome. She has like full blown, huge fucking windows that she's like taken out. Like those ones you see like on the side of trucks, like when they're strapped down. And they're I, like out in the alley. And I'm like, <laughs> somebody's going to like score huge with these. If whatever they're trying to do, there's just so much fucking glass window out there. Glass is te- tempting because it's like, I mean, it's expensive to buy new, but it has, it, you have to frame it in and it, it sounds exhausting maybe. Well, you're I saw, a, I've seen, I've seen some good stuff. You're an alley hawk, aren't you? I am an alley hawk. <laughs> Yesterday I found a, uh, let me ask you this coffee maker. You see it on the side of the road. You need a coffee maker. Do you take it? I personally would not. No. I'd think about it, and I just would say to myself, mm, no. I th- I saw it, and Jill said no, and I said, get it in here. <laughs> and I drank from it today. <laughs> Works great. And, I mean, she she's right, but if it's working, so you didn't have one at this place up here? They got uh, one of those Keurigs where you got to yeah. buy the pods. And I get the, the Ninja, dude. The blender. Well, no, the, there's Ninja coffee makers. There's a Ninja coffee maker now? Yeah, where you can make your those foam drinks. Oh, yeah? You can make tea. You can make all kinds of... Make tea. How hard is tea to make? Well, there's a different... You put uh, hot water in a kettle and you drop a bag in it? You, uh, yeah, is it I don't any easier than that? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's like a, a different filter that... Coffee tastes better out of this machine than any other machine I've had. Oh. So maybe it's Dunkin' Donuts too. But you have it? Yeah. That's the one thing I got for Christmas. Is it got the pods? No. I just take a... You just take a scoop, a scoop of coffee. Yeah. That's what I want. And then in the afternoon, you fill it with ice. You make delicious iced coffee. And the whole house smells great. Okay. <laughs> I'm into it. I'll look for it. Well, I, I I needed a coffee maker because those Keurig pods are expensive. Like yeah. six ninety nine, I paid for these things, and Jill's like, "Oh, that's probably equal to a bag of coffee." I was like, "Okay, if you think it's gonna last, I mean, it lasted two days." Oh yeah, you're talking little ones like you get when you're in a hotel room. Yeah, like they have that little box and yeah, <laughs> those that those things you go through those things quick. I too quick. <laughs> so I I had that. children coffee too. Yeah. It's a coffee household. Do you ever take a walk on the wild side, Brian? Yeah. <laughs> I've had a couple walks, so I've been like, this isn't this isn't good. Do you ever dress like a woman? No. No? <laughs> Me neither. <clears throat> I thought about it. You know, when I was, it was always a great Halloween costume for me to dress like a woman because it was just get my girlfriend's clothes and put them all on and they were all too small so it made it even funnier <laughs> would you wear like the shoes and shit or would you wear flats oh i'd wear no i'd wear my because sh- I, I can't i can't wear women's shoes i have size 14s yeah they don't have uh this is ridiculous have high, high heels for those would just be do you ever watch boomerang <laughs> yes. Do you remember when he like Eddie Murphy tries to slide out of the bed when he sees it when he looks at her feet? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> she had those big feet. Man, I went shoe shopping, which is always a fail. Um, do you know when you look at shoes, what size you got? Eleven. Yo, fuck. fuck I'm right you. in the perfect, fuck perfect, you. perfect guy size. So when you go to there's kids screaming over our shoulders here. When you go to a shoe store, you look at the shoes, right? And you go, which shoe do I want? I pretty much just look for the sizes. I go, get over to 11, and that's where I go. But when you go to the shoe store, it's just the shoes and then the boxes underneath with all the different sizes. Yeah, okay, you're right. On s- some of those, yeah. I can I can buy anything. You can buy anything. You've got to go over to that clod hopper section. <laughs> the clod hopper. <laughs> all the shit that's always on discount. Oh, uh, with the football cleats. <laughs> yeah. It's always yeah. that and, like, huge, ugly, like... Oh, High school basketball. It's the shows. worst. It's the fucking worst. I don't know what to do. Um, do you hear about this uh, woman who's accusing Marilyn Manson of sexual assault and, and all sorts of sexual abuses? I did. It's obviously serious. I just obviously have some questions about it. <laughs> do you think she should... She, You know, part of me is like, you know, it's Marilyn Manson. You kind of... You maybe should have known better. Yeah. The guy... Supposedly got his ribs removed to suck his dick. <laughs> he has that eyeball <laughs> thing. I'm serious. 
I mean, that guy's a fucking freak. Right. Kit, the, the black goth, and I mean. I just think before you start dating the guy, maybe just listen to one of his songs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was talented, but I. It's one of those guys. I, what, what happened to him? Just like his kind of rocket came back down to earth? Like, just. He was big. I don't remember when, the 90s? Oh, I think that uh, <clears throat> we all eventually fall from the sky a little well, yeah, bit. Yeah. And then you just level off. Everyone just gets surprised by Marilyn Manson. Now he's still working. It's just, you know, he's not as shocking as he used to be. But still. He's I probably as shocking as the guys I've ever seen. Oh, there's more. His eyeballs sh- and his skin and yeah. the hair and the way that. He's up there. He's up there for sure. But what do you think about guys like that? His name is real name is Brian Warner, <laughs> from fucking Ohio or Michigan somewhere. Which is how do you do that? Almost you're Brian. Yeah, but how do you go from that shit to like? Is he doing it for real, or like does he come home and like take all that shit off and like turn on ESPN, or is he just a fucking freak f- through and through? Yeah, like does he, you know, does he like watching old episodes of the A Team and? Like Dolly Parton. Putting on his sweatpants. Yeah. Dolly Parton is her character always. Right. And she said that in Dolly or whatever. God, imagine going... She, that hair. I mean, I got enough problems with my hair. <laughs> I love Dolly Parton. I can't talk shit about her. You know, I've noticed you sound more successful when you say we instead of I. I totally believe that. I noticed that when... Um, asked about his the quarterback who lost <coughs> asked about his you know the next months and his, his apparently he's got a surgery he's got to do he said we discussed it and we're gonna revisit it in a week and we will um make a final decision i'd like to say that more about everything when i like in my work life when i write emails yeah i go through them and look at how many eyes i have in there and trying to delete them i oh. can't stand these people who are like i i i i i i i you got uh, you got an eye for i yeah trying to but then we sometimes can sound like you're making yourself a part of something you're not i used to work in a hardware store <laughs> and i would use we oh no that's my biggest pet peeve yeah. You go into Nordstrom's, you ask them, uh, and they, no, I'm sorry, they say, I, I don't have anything in back, we, they're, they're like, no, you don't, the, the store have it. Right. You go get it. This isn't your store. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't, you're not the guy. No, no. Uh, Isaac, Isaac, yeah. go get me somebody who is I. Mr. <laughs> Nordstrom is the only I. Yeah. But I like saying we, I'm going to say that more. Like when we, you know. When I, when I talk about the podcast, you know, we're going in, you know, we've been, we're at episode 58. Oh, that's one thing you didn't do today. Let's call out your number. Because you don't listen to the numbers anyway. You no, I, d- I, knew, I, no, I knew it was 58. You knew it was 58? Yeah, because it was 52 like six weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's like your clap. Yeah. You got to do, you got to know a few little details, Brian. The podcast is getting better. Just gotta, just gotta stick to it. You can't just forget about the clap. <laughs> well, now that we only got one camera, I don't need the clap. Oh yeah, is it one camera due to uh, COVID a headache? Due to COVID. <laughs> yeah, that's shit. Uh, Did you call TJ by any chance since you've been up here? I don't even know TJ's number. Oh, I'll send it to you. But I, I would love to talk to TJ. I love TJ, but I don't. I, I mean, he's close with Joe, so I don't know if he would ever work of with me. Of course, he'd Yeah, he would. All right. I had to get a smog check yesterday. What a racket. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? Yeah. I have a 1986 Volkswagen van again, and I'm getting a smog check. By the way, a smog check for your car, which is probably like a 2018. What's, what do you got? Mine? Yeah. Mine's like a 2013. 2013. Okay, so your 2013 probably takes 20 minutes to get a smog check. Yeah. Mine takes, like, they're like, I'll see you tomorrow. Like, it takes over an hour. Oh, wow. They have to put it on a dyno, and they have to go through the entire engine and inspect all the the vacuum hoses. I got to. I had to replace my gas cap for thirty five dollars. Yeah, I bet they're pretty detailed and and kind of going through all that shit. It's harder. It's more expensive for an yeah. older vehicle, and I, my I I got to argue that 
in fact, my car is better for the environment because it's been it's still on the road after 35 years. So who's contributing to the environment? The person who buys a car, throws it away 10 times in 35 years or more or the person who is keeping their car along that alive that long. It's impressive. There's got to be there's got to be a give, man. <laughs> I mean, it was lucky it passed with all <laughs> the inspection. I had to, I mean, what do you do if it doesn't pass? Because you can't get registration. Well, I always go to a smog station that has a mechanic in it, and so that I go. You inspect it, and if it fails, tune it so that it doesn't fail, <laughs> and then the, the bill goes through the roof. Yeah. This time it passed. It passed this time. Fine, fine. So, did you do it here or in Venice? I did it here. This guy up the street and uh, real character. And uh, he goes, it's he goes, it's it's going to be ninety nine ninety five. And he points to the money. He points to the number he wrote down ninety nine ninety five. And he goes, this is the number. Okay, if you don't like this number, you can go. <laughs> okay, but this is the number. It is very hard to, for me to be to to do this work. It takes a long time. So. Anyone else will tell you the same. And I said, I didn't care. Just do I, it, dude. Another guy told me 60 bucks, but <laughs> he didn't have a, he wasn't going to tune it if it oh. didn't failed. So I said, okay. And then so he goes, you need a new gas cap. And I said, well, I don't have a gas cap. And he goes, well, you got to go buy one. I don't have one. And I've tried all the shops and none of them have them. Because of, to try and fit on your car? Yeah. It's particular? It's, it, they just changed the gas cap registra- reg, uh, rules. So now my gas cap has to be at thirty-five dollars better, and when I bought the new gas cap, it looked worse. <laughs> it looked like a piece of shit, but <laughs> whatever, man. It's price of being cool. Price of driving a hot, s- sexy Volkswagen van, which would be here, and we'd be recording with it right now, but the wind is howling. What's that? What's after this for you? I'm heading back home. I got a pack, and then I'm off to Arizona tomorrow morning. Oh. That's exciting. Yeah, it should be good. Thanks for coming all the way up. No problem. Got to sell some hats on the way up. I'm worked out. <laughs> oh man, it's funny because you you um you you don't really have anything to advertise. Like I could say, plug your hats, but you're like you don't. I don't. I don't know. Plug cores. Plug cores. <laughs> cores. Get the cores. Fucking golden beer. 12 fluid ounces of gold from the Adolf Coors Company. Adolf? Did you know Adolf Coors is Adolf Coors? It's a tough name. That's a tough name. How old is that guy? There is a guy. Did you ever? I didn't know that. I believe there's a man. You may think I'm wrong, but look it up after. That was running for some sort of public seat in Africa. A black guy named Adolf Hitler. Shut up. <laughs> I'm serious. Really? Yes. It was in the news within like the last year, like one of those, you know, New York Post articles. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Look it up. Somebody look it up and send it to Lachlan. Yeah, you're going to have to look it up because I'm, I'm on a vacation right now. Oh, so you're not doing any of that stuff? Well, I, I look it up. I do a lot, of, I do a lot, dude. I posted a video today. I posted I posted our podcast on Instagram. <clears throat> I take pictures of uh, things around and I make a poster for our podcast as well. Oh wow. You'd love you might like those. <laughs> Last episode I posted a picture of a custom van. Um he put uh he put 12 wheels on one, two, three, four, five, six wheels on this thing. So he put like a set of two set two axles on the back. It's pretty sick. And, and <laughs> Anyway, I got. I thought it was so weird, and it was super, super homemade. Speaking of uh, that, or just a car, I know you know which guy I'm talking about. He's over, I don't know, like off Brooks or Indiana on 6th or 4th. He drives the huge jacked-up yes. red truck. Red, yes, with red. that flag. Yes. yes. He has it's it, a, K, he has it's a it, K1 or blazer. Yeah. I don't know, and he has it parked in his front of his yard. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's such a car wrap. Like he's so into wrapping him the tires and everything. But he had that flag, and I missed it. I was like, it's been a long time since I saw him. 
because he has a flag that says number one dad. Yes. Generally means like you're going to be a number one granddad or something like ridiculous. He has a number one dad flag on his home as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. So he had the other one. It looked like it was going to go for like a, like a ride this weekend. I was like, I hope I see that guy around. That fucking guy. <laughs> I'm intimidated by him, but I'm, I look at his yard and I'm like, uh, yeah, is this the number one dad? <laughs> I peeked over his fence. No pool. Oh, dude, there's nothing. That thing is. He's a shitty dad. Yeah. And then one other guy that I miss in Venice is when I first got there. He used to be in his Patriots or American Speedo, and he used to ride. He used to wear a, a helmet with like an American flag on it. He was an Asian guy. And he used to just ride up and down Venice, and he was always pulling like his shit. Oh, I don't remember this guy. Him and then the other guy who used to have the electric bike with the dog that was on the back. With the yeah, <laughs> that guy's dope. <laughs> yeah. And then you have the uh, guy with the stick on his head. Stick head. Um, the, the one that I always say, hey, uh, toothpick. You know the the black guy that always kind of like walks around. He's got the toothpick. He's got like the perfect fro. Yes, <laughs> it's beautiful. I think he works at Patagonia, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, but he's always got his toothpick. I'm like toothpick, and he's like, hey. And I, I just want to go up to him and be like, dude, what are you doing about this, you know, COVID with your toothpick, man? Like, we should have him on the show. If, if I saw him, I, I'd grab him, man. He's he's cool. Yeah, how do you do toothpick kind of, that whole toothpick I mean, that was game. his thing. Yeah. That was his thing. He's always sitting outside, like, CVS and shit, and just toothpick. <laughs> there was also a guy, <clears throat> there's a guy who clean, dries his laundry in the air and just whips it around with his hand. He does his laundry, he gets it, he saves the money on the dryer, and he hangs out down there at the on 4th and Rose where the laundromat is, oh, yeah. and he just flips his laundry like it's nunchucks. <laughs> and uh, I think he's a tweaker, I don't know. Everyone's a tweaker now. Man, are you gonna get the vaccine? It sounds like it's like COVID's over. Everyone's just got to get it. Yeah, I think that they've decided that this pandemic is going to become an endemic. Yeah, like, it's just, it's crazy how, what was it, a month ago or two months ago, where we're like, LA's having the highest numbers and death and all that stuff. It's like barely even in the news anymore. I think people are starting to give up. I think people are starting to accept that we're not going to wipe, we're not going to win, and that this every year this is going to be something that we have to deal with for the rest of our lives. Which is sad, but it just is an example of, um, you know, the, the the place humanity's at right now. We're just a non-cooperative species. What uh, happens if another thing comes out in six months? Like what? Oh, another another thing. <laughs> you mean like um, just like face aids or something? Yeah, something, and everyone's got to get it or anything like. Oh man, just well, go through this again. I, I mean, I think I just, I think I gotta go to the woods. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll just buy a property that is like, you know, a hundred, just like five thousand dollars worth of property, four <laughs> acres in the middle of nowhere, yeah. just outside the Grand Canyon. Be a good place to go. I mean, no one's getting sick there. I mean, how is the Navajo Indian tribe handling this thing? <laughs> I haven't heard from them very much. <laughs> I think they're, I don't think it made it there. No, it definitely didn't make it to Havasu or, or, or I'm sorry, Havasu Pipe Halls or any of that stuff. Yeah, I think that, uh, I think that this is uh, a great way to just move away, spread it out. Oh, man. My book. Brian, my book is still available. Can you believe that? I still have copies. I do believe it. You what? you printed a ton. I did. <laughs> <laughs> you can get one if you want. You guys go to LachlanPatterson.com and I'll mail one to you. I got a mail one today. And uh, I'll mail it and I'll sign it. And it comes with a free download of the comedy special, Dark White. So you listen along while you're, <coughs> while you're reading and looking at the f- pictures. Very cool. I got it for my sister-in-law. She loved it. She did? Yeah. That's good to hear. Nice work. Thanks, man. (laughs) Thanks for coming all the way to Ventura. No problem. Next week, I'm going to come down to you. Cool. I'll be ready. Thanks for listening, you guys. And don't forget to go to LachlanPatterson.com for all your comedy needs. Good night.
shack with Lachlan Patterson. Cause it's the Lockdown Podcast. Talking about whatever you want. Chilling out, having a chill sesh with Lachlan's guest. Yeah.